0: Hey, what's up? On our play for this week, PlayStation has given us a peek into 2024 in their latest state of play. Will 2024 be a strong year for Sony? We'll find out. Could Africa be the next big market for PlayStation? Sony thinks so. All right. Uh, time has come to admit that I was wrong about the PlayStation portal, Sean. Um, yeah, that? I was wrong. Well, it seems that PlayStation is doubling down on it and maybe <coughs> Xbox as well. So we'll talk about that. And then Xbox, their console sales are weakening. But is that really a problem? All this and more on Season 8, Episode 5 of Press X Start Gamers Digest. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy. A.k.a. Now, my Paul Phoenix is not some biker guy. My Paul Phoenix is from Miami. He has the nice fade. He has the beard and he has the circle glasses
1: because he's about style. Sean, how you doing? Hey. Tell us who you are. (laughs) I'm Sean M.F. Ross.
2: What does the MF stand for? Um, My wealth is growing, but it ain't infinite yet. Oh, hey, man. Hey, you're getting there. Just keep
0: it going. you mm. will get there eventually. All right. Now you know who we are. Press X Start Gamer Digest is a video podcast that condenses the most important gaming news from this past week into an hour-long meal just for you. We are live on YouTube every Sunday around 10-ish. Around 10-ish. No, we got lives. I got things to figure out. Uh, Don't forget, you can support us by liking the video, subscribing to the channel, and hit the notification bell. If you are listening, we greatly appreciate you leaving us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or a podcast service you are tuned in on. If you want, you can join our conversation by joining our Discord at PressXM2Start.com slash Discord. Oh, also, I guess, announcement if you don't know. It's Black History Month. So happy Black History Month. We're here. This time around, we got 29 days instead of 28, so that's another day of partying. So enjoy it because you don't get it very often. Yeah, all right. Let's get into the gaming news. Uh, Number one, as I said at the start of this thing, PlayStation has dropped a, all intents purposes, a showcase of a state of play. Um, You know, we've talked about their strategies of showcase show. Something yeah. being a showcase versus a state of play, and I
2: mean, have actually, they even done another showcase since the PS Five showcase? Yeah, they they did a
0: showcase last year.
2: Was it? Was that a showcase
0: with the um with the marathon and all of the like concord? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a showcase that uh, people didn't really didn't really dig. Um, so yeah. They gave us a state of play, kind of felt like a showcase with the amount of games they shown, how much they shown, and really the, the quality of this show. Um, uh, so I guess over top-level impressions, like what was your feelings on this showcase, John?
1: Oh, man, so...
0: We won't necessarily talk about the games yet, because we're going to talk about the
2: yeah, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> not everything interested me, but it did seem like a, a bunch of high-quality games mixed in with Foam Stars. Um, but <laughs> 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 but uh, I'm going to still check out Foam Stars. But, I mean, it looked yeah. it, it looked like a good showing overall. <laughs> um, I feel like there was something for almost everybody. Yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't disappointing like uh the last thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like this showcase or this state of play was mm-hmm. a a PlayStation giving us a more true to form state of play for PlayStation, where it's just like we're getting a mix of everything. As long as you have Three games that you're excited for, then that's probably good for them. Like, you know, three is a rule of thumb kind of thing. Um, yeah, man, it's great that Phone Stars is going to be free because I think that is the game that is going to need it the most, especially yeah. for the type of game it is. But yeah. um yeah, overall, I enjoyed the showcase as well. I thought it was a very cool showing. They had a lot of surprises. They had. um some, you know, staple games that we knew was going to come. And then they had an even bigger surprise at the end. So pretty cool. Um, let's jump into the actual games that was shown.
1: So the first thing we're going to talk about is pretty much the thing that everyone's talking about is Kojima showing off
0: Death Stranding 2 with the name Death Stranding 2 on the beach. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, so okay. I'm gonna pull up the trailer. Uh, go ahead, because when we talk about our our past with Dex, uh, Death Stranding, we both played it, but we played it in in different ways. Sean played the uh, okay, game. I'm about to say, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> and I played the movie on my on the YouTube's. So. You know, we 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 did things to to experience that
2: game. So, John, oh geez, John,
0: John, what was your feelings? What was your take on Death Stranding 2 Oh
2: my God, hideo kojima's mind is a
1: wonderful and strange thing to behold. <laughs> Whoa, what? This this.
2: I, I guess it ain't really a spoiler because I mean it's in the trailer. But what was the name? Higgs. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What?
2: Yeah. This man came back as... Everybody's saying the Joker, but that just shows their limited uh, exposure to media. Um, Yeah, of course. Uh I don't know what to compare it to. I know he he looks like an old 80s rocker. Um, Mm -hmm. This man has, like, mascara kind of running down his eyes, and he has a new energy... Guitar axe, this this shit is just bonkers the direction this yeah. game is going. Uh it has more varied locales. Um it looks like you're getting I don't know if you're gonna get weapons straight off the bat, but like in the in the trailer they show you like a weapons room that just looks crazy.
1: Um mm-hmm. Yeah, man. man is, we gotta wait to what, next year to get it? Next year, yeah. As
0: a person who was pretty down on death stranding being like a you know walking simulator or whatever like i'm completely in for this like i'm getting this day one like no
2: the <laughs> you don't get to join us on this journey you can watch it on youtube again with the rest of the clubs hey I'm, i will allow you i'm, gonna play, I'm gonna play
0: it i will play it in offline mostly you'll never know <laughs> but yeah man like this trailer <laughs> just looks so awesome from start to finish. It's a thing of, um, you know, oh, yeah, actually, I'll, so I'm j- kind of jumping around in the trailer, but there's a scene in the trailer where everyone is kind of like monochrome mm-hmm. and they're walking through, or they're walking through the, I think this is the submarine or whatever, the, the vehicle. Yeah, they're that, like red and black or
1: red. It, everything just had a reddish hue. No, like, uh, like gray mm. yeah
0: but um, I think that's them traveling in the, the other world or whatever and it's just stripping yeah. everything of color kind of thing but like there's just so much stuff to pull from this trailer that just looks completely bonkers and I think it's that thing of people always kind of hesitant of Kojima and his vision because his vision is usually like all the way up here, off frame, and it's just like, what? What is this guy thinking? What's going on? But like, hey man, the game's hit, and it's it's a fun experience. So, I definitely think that this is going to be a pretty solid game when it comes out. Twenty twenty five is stacked already. We got this, and we got Grand Theft Auto six. Like, damn, twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I thought about. I was like, ooh. 2025 is going to be like a hard year, man. So we'll see.
1: Wonder
2: Horizon. Right. No, nah, okay, we don't got no Horizon coming out. Yeah, I mean,
0: also, I think, I think Ghost Two is supposed to come out in 2025.
2: We've heard nothing, man. That is pure speculation. Shut your mouth.
0: No, no, I, no. I think. I mean, there's no, there's no official confirmation from, you know, PlayStation. But I think the rumors are it's supposed to be next
1: year. Like it's not this year. Yeah, right, we'll see. But yeah, like before we jump off of Death Stranding,
0: watch this trailer in 4K because it is
2: visually phenomenal. Like watching the state of that play. Really I was... presumptuous of you that everybody that listens to us can watch something in 4K.
0: What are you doing on the internet if you don't have 4K? Yeah, well, you know, like seriously, go ahead, whatever. Why even here? Huh? Uh, you watch it on something what? 360k, get out of here. Okay, out mm-hmm. go outside and do some stuff. And get better internet. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, but like the next game we're gonna talk about, I was like, oh, this game looks completely crazy. And then Kojima drops his stuff. I'm like, oh no, wait, wait. This this game right here looks completely crazy. So the next game
1: I want to bring up is Stellar Blade. So this oh um let uh, me talk
0: about release after so stellar blade was supposed to come out last year of course it didn't i guess because of development time or whatever uh oh you know what um before we talk about stellar blade actually let me just go back to death stranding so it feels a little better um at the
1: very end kojima oh this a stellar blade Well, okay. So at the very end, Kojima um, talked about
0: uh, his next project. It is the codename is titled Fizant, 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 and it is a action espionage game. So people are like, Metal Gear. Is Metal Gear coming back? Metal yeah. Gear.
2: Nah, he don't. He don't own that though.
0: He doesn't own that, right? So it's it's not going to be Metal Gear, but I think it's going to be, like, the spiritual successor to Metal Gear. But yeah, mm. again, that's that's cool, too. So we'll see. And then that's not... People are speculating that this could be the announcement of a the first PlayStation 6 game. I don't know if that's the case. I feel like we might get it in like it could be like a cross gen thing where like it releases on PS5 like 2027 20, yeah. and then 2028 20, maybe if PS6 comes out then we'll see this on there too i don't know we'll see i think it's that's
1: that's like speculating heavily all right um yeah so the next game game stellar blade so what what was your feelings on Stellar Blade? Um, I did
2: not watch the trailer all the way through because I had seen enough to know that mm-hmm. I wanted it. Okay, so I didn't want. Granted, they're not going to show too many
1: spoilers in the screen trailers, but I was like, I already already seen enough. I already know. Yeah, it. it looked interesting enough. Yeah. Okay, I'm there too. I feel like I feel like Stellar Blade
0: can either be a solid eight or like a five. <laughs> it could either be like this really, really cool, fun playing game, or it could just be like uh, 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 everything you guys showed us in the trailers was like a pristine virtual slice uh, or like, yeah, a like a yeah. slice of the game that's like polished and made like great or whatever. And the rest okay. of it is just like what's what's happening here like i don't know i i i think this game looks cool i want it to be cool cuz i think this would be you know a fun game to play but i i'm just i don't know and that comes out april 26th. so funny
2: enough that was one of the most top bidded games on the fantasy league ooh oh who got Stella it played? i don't mean between us i, I oh, did okay, bid on it oh okay I'm oh, just okay. Looking yeah, at it, yeah. it has 476 bids on the Fantasy Critic website with wow. over 4800, 4800, you know, bid on it. Yeah. So, uh, wow. I, I just hope it's more than an eight that you uh, yeah. speculate. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no, nah, I get feet. you. I get you. So
0: yeah, um, yeah, man, like it looks, it does look really good, and I think it is going to be a thing of. What is the actual story to this? And I think that's gonna be the biggest factor because that's usually you know the thing that will either make or break the game. So we'll see. We'll see. But
1: yeah, I, I also think that it looks really cool. Um the next thing we're gonna talk about is the game rise of Ronin. Real talk, I think
0: this trailer did, a, did a, a very good job of giving you or showing you exactly what to expect from this game. And I think that's great. The trailer is cool. I think not to be critical, but I, I feel like there's like a level of polish that's kind of missing from this game. Yeah, And I don't mean like, you know, gameplay polish. I mean, just graphical graphical polish. I. It could be a thing of the game looks like this, but it's going to be like super smooth to play, like you know, no, no real hitching, all that stuff. That's a possibility. Um, yeah, man, it it does look really cool and like really fun. Like the the traversal stuff that you're doing is like really, really, really smooth. But um, my only downside is that this game is. Releasing the same day as Dragon Dogma 2. Like, what are you doing? What? Why? Why? So savage. Why are we?
1: It's so strange that this is the PlayStation state of play. Like,
0: PlayStation is working with Koei to make Rise of Ronin. They could mm-hmm. be like, hey man, look, we we literally did an IGN first for Dragon Dogma 2. We haven't a, a sense of, or no, no, no. IGN did the uh, first thing, but like they could pull numbers and be like, oh, Dragon's Dogma 2 actually might be a thing. We should work around that game versus competing with that game. Like this is a new IP. There, it doesn't have the same level <clears throat> of hype as Dragon's Dogma 2. It doesn't have the same level of like fan anticipation that Dragon's Dogma 2 has. So it's just like, why would you put yourself up against that? Just, well, I guess. They don't believe in it. Not even that they don't believe in it. I think because it is the, it's March and that's like the end of the fiscal year, that has something to do with like making money back or whatever for the year and how that works financially. I think that might be why this is, I don't know. I don't know. I, I again, I think the trailer looks cool. I think the combat looks cool. They're showing you a bunch of different stuff. You, there's a bunch of different environments to play in. All this stuff looks great. It's just, why would you release on the same day as Dragon's Dog 2? I don't
1: know. What was your what was your take on Razoronin? It looks interesting,
2: but I don't know if I want to play it. It looks hella cool. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But as we were saying off camera, it looks like it has a, I hate to call it a soul style, but I don't feel like parrying and blocking a whole lot of shit. I just want to hulk my way through games at this point. I just want to yeah. force, like, just brute force my way through stuff. And maybe you can't do that. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait for the reviews. But um, that's a lot of heat coming out this year. So it's, like, on the second shelf of things that I would like to get. So, you know. Yeah. I got infinite wealth. Who knows how long I'll be playing that? Final Fantasy that's Rebirth true. is uh open world way. at this point too. Who who knows how that how long that's gonna be? Um Foam Stars is coming out, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll wait for the reviews for that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I'm with you on that. Like I for me for those yeah this is this is a um this is a reach back into the past but this game to me feels like a combination of assassin's creed meets way of the samurai uh and it's like that's sort of my dream game it's just it hurts that this is coming out the same day as like my other dream game <laughs> so it's just like i don't know and i it's one of those things where like, you know, I, I'm always like, oh no, this might, because it's competing against Dragon's One 2, this might, the sales for this might get hurt by Dragon's One 2, but I okay. think like, this is, this is very, very possible that, because they're not the same game, but like, you might look at this, like a, uh, at a, uh, a real quick glimpse of this, and then you look at Dragon's Demon 2, and you're like, oh, they're kind of similar in terms of the character being kind of small and you're, like, hacking and slashing kind of thing. And I feel like, I don't know, I don't know man.
1: I just, I don't know. I'm worried about this because I, I want this game to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, next game. Judas. So this is, the,
0: this is the Ken Levine game. He, Ken Levine made Bioshock. Uh, if you don't know what Bioshock is, go look it up. It's it's a good horror first person story driven game. Survival, um, survival, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not survival in the sense of like a Rust or um, that kind of thing, but survival in terms of you like like a Resident Evil survival. Think of like that. Um, yeah, this trailer looks cool. It's a weird thing that like okay, Ken 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 Levine left bioshock he said i want to make smaller games uh he started a studio up and started working on whatever that was like nine years ago he didn't put out anything and the next thing he puts out is judas which is like a Bioshock
1: game and you know the market's hard i guess i don't know it's weird i i'm not much of
0: a bioshock person i can understand the hype around this game because a lot of people love Bioshock and I think this is looking very much so like Bioshock so that's getting a lot of people jazzed. I'm just like alright man I guess how was the combat like and I, I don't necessarily like playing a horror games, so it's just like how horror inspired it. like I, I have a lot of questions but that's just me personally I understand that. Um, you got any impressions on this Sean?
2: I did not play I did play the demo because, you know, I'm a demo Mm -hmm. guy. I did play the Mm -hmm. demo of uh, the original Bioshock. Never bought the actual game. Mm -hmm. Never played two. Uh, I played Infinite because it was free on PS Plus at some point, I think. And it doesn't excite me.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: I I, I never went back and played, even though uh, they released it for free or it's on PlayStation Plus or whatever. I never went back and actually played uh, Bioshock 1 or 2. I know they're great games, but I have no interest in them. Yeah, I get that. And I get that. This this looks okay, but it doesn't excite me either. So it is what it is. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, okay. So that was, <laughs>
0: for us, so I'll say that were the main highlights. Um, they also showed, you know, a bunch of other games. Um, they showed... Uh, there's going to be an Until Dawn remastered that's going to come to the PS5 and PS or PC this year. That's cool. Again, horror. I don't do horror, but Until Dawn was a really cool, a really cool approach to the horror genre. Um, we have they showed another trailer for Dragon's Zama 2. Like I said, it's March 22nd, same day as Rise of Ronin. Interesting. Well, I mean their their date was already established, so it's Rise of Ronin. He's moved, not Dragon's Alma 2. Just gonna say that. Um, they showed a Sonic X Shadow Generations announcement, which looks cool. I saw or er, Shadow's really really cool. I didn't play Sonic or Gen- er, Sonic Generations. I don't think I'm gonna play this either. That um, was a pretty good game, though. Was it?
2: Yeah. Are you gonna Are you interested in this? Um, or I no? had the original on 360, so I don't know. I don't think so, but uh it was a pretty good game i will say um you know you flip back and forth between the 2d stages of the classic sonic and 3d inspired stages of uh the newer 3d sonic the taller less chubby one i'm not sure what they're doing with uh shadow but uh we'll see i I doubt that i would get this but it is a good game for those wondering
0: okay so about Shadow, he's going to have his own levels and I guess his own like campaign mode or something to go along with the um uh other or I guess the the remastered game. So that's cool. They're giving you more content if you like that. Um okay. Silent Hill 2, we got a trailer for that and then they also sure shor- they also released a <sighs> sort of like a PT kind of playable demo thing called The Short Message. Uh, Silent Hill apparently is in a really weird place because Kojima is not Kojima, Jesus. Konami is trying to jump back into the gaming market after being gone for such a long time. And they've been doing that with Silent Hill. And unfortunately, a lot of the Silent Hill stuff has not been living up to, um, you know, the fans' expectation. Uh, they had Silent Hill Ascension. Our boy Marcus was a voice character in that game but apparently it's not doing so well in terms of what people thought it was going to be versus what it is or something of the sort again it's horror I don't really follow it so I don't know but um after.
1: I mean hey man if the candy is shaped like a black man in
0: 2024 really wow. where are you going with this I have no idea where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there was V Rising, which when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's like a isometric view. I don't know exactly what this is about, but it has like Diablo vibes. Yeah, sure. Uh, they had Dave the, Vi- Dave the Diver is coming to PlayStation, and they're also doing a Godzilla thing. Um, oh, uh, V Rising is It's coming in 2024. There's no actual month attached to it. Dave the Dave the Diver is coming in May of 2024, and then this uh, no Dave the Diver coming in April. This Godzilla thing that's happening, yeah, Yeah. it's coming in May. (laughs) Zone Zero is never coming out. Um, We have (laughs) Metro Awakening, which is a VR game for Metro lovers sure uh that's coming later this year at some point there's another vr game called legendary tales um cool. yeah that one looks cool i got that one it's like a looks like a medieval dark fantasy kind of combat stuff that you're doing um there is no release date for that hopefully it's this year i don't know and then oh okay we have foam stars which is going to be next week That's coming to playstation plus for free. Which is the best way this game can come out to
1: have people play this. Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, Sean and myself, we're going to be playing this, right? Yeah, we're going to get a... Move on.
2: <laughs> we're going to get all clean.
0: <laughs> Side so note, D- did you ever see that um, that that Chinese uh, commercial about the black man?
2: Yes. It- Where they washed him and he came out white. Yeah. 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 God yeah. Intended, that
0: was thing. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> All right. And then we have Helldivers 2, which up until this point, I thought was also going to be a free PlayStation Plus thing. But then, um, oh, no. Helldivers 2 comes out February 8th. Yeah.
2: Um, it's going oh, to be $40. It's not a full price release. I would love to play this with friends, but I feel like this would benefit more. I'm a free to play release. Uh, I'm get like I'm going to have say it has a battle pass. What?
0: The Foam Stars and Hell Divers come out next week. Yeah. They both come out next week. Yeah. I did not
2: realize that. What People the hell? have a hard time choosing between those two to
1: play, you know. The, if they're if, if they're undecided, they're going to play the free one. So that's going to hurt Hell Divers.
0: A. well, I guess um, it depends on how good Foam Star because Foam Star is, is just like uh, all star battle cars or whatever that game was. All-Stars. And, yeah, Destruction All Stars, and it's like, all right, well, people just gonna move on real quick, but we'll see. But then we'll you see. also
2: had Knockout, uh, the fuck was it called Knockout something, knockout the, volley, the dodgeball game, Knockout City, yeah, 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 that was a pretty good game that people liked, but it you was know. not free to play until. After the fact, and by then it was already too late. Like, uh, I- I'm saying, does Helldivers yeah. 2 have a battle pass?
1: Yeah, why you uh, look that
2: up?
0: So that was pretty much it for the PlayStation um, sh- uh, state of play. Um, overall, they showed a solid amount of games. I, I like to think um, if there was at least three games in there for you, That was a solid showcase. And I think there was definitely, at least for me and Sean as well, there was at least three games that like caught our attention. So definitely a solid showcase. I would give it, I think when I first finished watching it, I was really high on it. So I was about like four out of five, to maybe a five out of five. But I'm Mm -hmm. definitely at like a four out of five now. I I think this was a really good uh, state of play to, to really start the year. To give us an idea of what's happening for PlayStation, especially since they have been kind of silent in terms of what 2024 is going to look like up until now. I mean, they did that that YouTube video at the start of the year, but even that was like, uh, okay, well, what else? So yeah, this was good. uh What was your? Did you find about the battle, find out about the battle pass? So
2: they have something called War Bonds, and it's kind of like mini battle passes that don't yeah, okay. expire. I don't know. Oh but so it sounds like you can unlock things by just doing you know playing the game they have super credits but it's not a hundred percent clear so i said it's basically a battle pass with no time constraint we'll
0: okay Mm -hmm. okay so yeah so what was your um overall uh feelings on the state of play
2: i am at it um yeah (laughs) I guess they don't want to tip their hand too early for other upcoming things. Um, I'm guessing they would have liked to have had more to show us back when they said they were going to invest in... I don't even remember how many live service games they said. it was 19 or something like that? Something crazy? 12? I don't know. Um, So they've had to reconfigure, and unfortunately, they don't have a lot to show us as yet. Yeah. So...
0: Um... At the end of the showcase, after they showed us the Kojima um, movie game espionage thing,
1: yeah.
0: uh, they also mentioned that they were going to do a Final Fantasy VII Rebirth uh, state of play. I believe that is supposed to be this this week as well. A lot of stuff is happening this week. Um, yeah, so... Is it... Yeah, so it'll be February 6th. So it is it's just Tuesday. Um so yeah, so like I I love the fact that at the end of the state of play, they're already telling us when the next state of play is going to be. Like that seems like they have everything figured out and they know exactly yeah. like what their plans are. Um I also love the fact that I actually didn't mention this at the start. This state of play was aligned with the last state of play, which was a different type of state of play or in terms of it was black background there was a person on screen talking to you kind of directing what the actual you know showing of games was going to be like and i love the fact that they did that again that was one of the biggest critiques on state of play in general like the whole uh bodiless voice that was talking to us kind of weird it didn't i mean they was trying to do something different from
2: the nintendo directs at the time but i think I don't it's think just, it's weird. It's just goddamn narration narration. It's not like we don't watch yeah. movies with people narrate and stuff. It's not weird.
1: Yeah, but we I, weird. I
0: guess me me personally I made it weird. <laughs> yeah. Me personally, I like the person being on camera and like kind of talking to us and just having that kind of face that you recognize as like, oh, it's this person. Like are you they had,
2: Do you need like <laughs>
0: I want to know who I'm giving my money to, Sean. All right. <laughs> so they had, um, ooh, I forget his name. They had two people up. The lady that was up was on from before. I think her name is
2: Sean. Um, a lot of good that helped the, the person being <laughs> on the screen. You don't even remember their, their, their name, DJ. <laughs> hey,
0: but if I see her walking down the street as I'm going the Costco or something, I'll shake her hand and say, hey, you did a great job. Yes, because she might live in Maryland. We
2: don't know. Don't know. It's You're a globalized gonna market. An, it's going to be a <laughs> creepy stalker. All right. All right. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> Sir, get away from me. It's Happy Black History Month. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, it was, uh, I was going to bring in another thing, but I'm not going to do all that. Um, so, yeah. Number two. As I said again at the start of this thing, I had to, I was wrong about the PlayStation Portal. It seems that PlayStation maybe, uh, maybe, it seems like they're doubling down on this whole handheld thing uh, because this comes from WCCF Tech. A new PlayStation handheld powered by AMD is in early development. 18CUs, 1.8 CUs, 8 gigahertz or slower GPU to maintain compatibility with PS4 slash PS5 titles. This come to us by Francisco de Mio. I think I nailed that. So this is a rumor that PlayStation is developing another handheld. Now, will this be the PlayStation Portal 2? Or is this going to be something of a PlayStation Vita 2? We don't know yet because this is just an announcement. Um, So as reported by Moore's Law is dead in a new YouTube video, the Japanese company is apparently planning to re enter the handheld market with new hardware. The console will be powered by a custom AMD APU and is currently in the high level design phase, meaning that it has at least two years away.
1: Uh,
0: it is at least two years away and hasn't been greenlit for release yet. So, this is a thing where it could happen, might not happen. We don't even know. Uh, they're obviously in the like research and development phase. I think this makes sense with where the current handheld market is mm-hmm. right now, where it's not just Switch. You have the Steam Deck, you have the Raj Ally, you have the little Novo thing, you mm-hmm. have a bunch of handheld and computers.
2: Yeah, they all can run computer games, full on computer games, and they're all about five to six hundred dollars, depending on the specs you get. So, yeah, I would expect if PlayStation wants to do this, to release something that costs about four to five hundred dollars, because they still want you to either get this or a PlayStation, and I still expect people a bitch about the price when it comes out.
0: Mark my absolutely. words. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and it is is definitely a thing of like, I think this, I think. The PlayStation Portal was a testing ground to see if the consumer was okay with spending money on this device that just does remote play. And the consumers loved it, apparently, because I can't find one. Damn it.
2: (laughs) Hey, hey, just listen to me next time, man. Y'all just... (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
0: Sean, you were right. You're right. I should have listened to you. I should have got it when it was obviously gonna be a thing and everyone's like, oh, this is stupid. I should have just got it. Uh, yes, I was wrong.
2: Okay. So if they I was do wrong. this, <laughs> then I foresee the portal being what they really intended it to be was another room device for your house away from the PS5 and then this actual PS portal, you know, just to be out and about. Yeah, she just don't have the money, you know. Whatever,
0: right? Like someone, um, compared to saying like, if you think of the PS Portal like another controller, that kind of changes your perspective on like what it is. Like, don't look at it like as a switch. Look at it as a controller with a screen in it. It's like, okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. But yeah, uh, the other, the other little, uh. I guess wrinkle in this story is that apparently Xbox is also looking into a portable device, and it's like
2: that makes sense. I like, highly doubt it. You don't think that? Mm-mm. If they didn't want to release their dongle for the for the TV, and they're full on with, uh, you know, uh, what the hell, X Cloud on any phone, mm-hmm. and they don't care if people are buying. Xboxes, which is leaning into another story that we'll get into later. I don't see them spending the R&D to make a portable Xbox if they've already uh, basically said they don't want to do the dongle. Yeah. And I mean, I think... I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think that's a good point. I think... I think it's weird for them to want to make a dedicated handheld... When their main thing is gonna be Game Pass and the fact that you can get Game Pass everywhere, it feels like they would want to just put I I, I think you can, I'm not even sure, but they want to put Game Pass on like the Steam Deck and just say like, hey, you just just I think people can that.
2: already access it if they dual boot Windows or some shit on the Steam Deck or something. I don't know.
0: Oh but. right. Because Steam
2: Deck is using Linux, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. But I think I think money would be better spent on servers
2: and latency tech for Game Pass anywhere.
1: More so than spending money on, you know, a portable. Right, right. All right. Well, uh, we'll see
0: what happens. And oh, so the other thing is that this this rumor is that it's supposed to come out in two years, which would make it 2026. Um, some people are speculating that it might actually come out for the PS6 and it's just like if the rumor says that this is supposed to work for PS4 and PS5 games it seems strange that this would come out for the PS6 and then not work for PS6 games so I, I, I am of the side of like this is probably like a PS5 thing if it happens again it hasn't been greenlit so we don't know if this will actually happen so we're just kind of talk on this thing into existence we'll see. All right. Um before we get into number 3. Hey, listener, viewer, do us a favor. Hit the like button if you're watching us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't subscribed to us already. We'd appreciate that. And then hit the notification bell. That way you'd be caught up with all the stuff we release in YouTube's. Yeah, you know, which is the video every week, every week. Thank you. Um oh wait. Wait. I said, Thank you too fast. If you are listening, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast servers you're currently tuning in on. Any of them, just go ahead and leave the review. Thank you. All right, now let's jump back into this. Number three Sony is making a bold bet on African gaming startup to boost PlayStation's reach in the continent. This comes to Marcus, us. Marcus, play Toto by Africa. <laughs> uh,
2: play Africa by Toto. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> this comes to us. Uh, 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 CNBC
2: Um, by way of Ryan Brownie sure it's not a BBC with David Attenborough oh you're right
0: (laughs) Uh, okay so essentially Sony has made a strategic investment in African gaming startup carry first and is exploring partnerships on new commercial opportunities with the PlayStation maker carry first told CNBC exclusively the investment marks a big bet for Sony on growth in Africa's video game industry, which has grown rapidly in recent years despite a broad global post-pandemic slowdown in sales. While details of Sony and Carry First tie-ups are thin for now, it will likely include collaboration on certain games and growing the PlayStation brand in Africa. Um, this is all great. I, I looked up Carry First to see what they were doing, and they're a mobiles game publisher. Um,
2: Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, everybody's trying to break into mobile.
0: <laughs> yes, I think, I think it was a very smart word choice for the title to not include mobile anywhere at all to make a thing like, oh wait, are they bringing like, like, African? Ge- like, what was what, happening here? But like, it seems that like. This
1: <laughs> <right>?
0: <laughs> what's happening but yeah, it um, it seems like PlayStation is doing these sort of not roundabout deals, but like interesting deals to get into mobile markets around the world, which is a good idea it they really haven't been working the mobile route for a long time because they've been very steadfast in the single-player story-driven games and that being the moneymaker but as we all know like those games cost a lot of money to build up and you know you're you're betting the market you're betting the farm every time you release them because if it doesn't release it doesn't go well like there's no money there's no makeup for the money that was spent on it so a mobile mobile game route is a strong you know hmm. a, a strong middle ground essentially
2: Um, that's funny so apparently they only make and scale games for other clients like Activision but they're planning to develop their own original titles they got three games underway
0: interesting
2: so let me see it says they're on track to launch their first party debut game sometime in 2024 their revenue climbed ninefold between 2021 and 2023 Um, Hmm. but they've worked with Activision Supercell and Riot Games to bring western game franchises like Call of Duty Mobile and Valorant to Africa. And it says it's behind the mobile games, Moncala Adventures, SpongeBob's Krusty Cook Off, uh, made with Nickelodeon, and then Ludo Blitz and Mind Rescue, which is funny because I think I've played Ludo Blitz and I also have recently downloaded Moncala Adventures. So this is really very, very <laughs> funny that, yeah, we're, we're reporting on this. <laughs> they're, ta- they're They're targeting you.
0: Um, so yeah, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> did you download these games in February? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, I think this is really cool to see. I, I love the fact that PlayStation is extending their, their hand into Africa because I think, you know, Africa is pretty much a huge potential market for video games and you know because I I follow a couple of African um, content creators and they're doing some really cool stuff they just don't have any funding because no one's looking at them to give them money and it's just like man that sucks Um, so yeah so this is cool I would I can't wait to see what this what comes from this I mean it's possible that PlayStation would be looking to I don't know if they're going to, I don't know, I don't know if they would develop new IP with Carrie first, but it, I
1: don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, number four, Microsoft says you don't need to buy
0: an Xbox. So people aren't. This comes to us from Forbes by way of Paul Tassie. So this is something of an, is this an opinion piece? No, it's not an opinion piece. All right. So essentially, <clears throat> excuse me, Essentially, Paul Tassi is kind of responding to some of the stuff that was put online from the Microsoft's earning call. Uh, so during that earning call, uh, actually, no, let me just read before. Microsoft showed a big boost in game gaming revenue in its recent earning call, elevated, of course, by the newfound acquisition of Activision Blizzard. However, the Xbox and Xbox Gaming Division seems to be getting less and less relevant as time goes on. Microsoft CFO Amy Hood said there was there was weaker than expected performance in terms of console sales, and the next quarter's forecast would be a year-over-year decline, even as gaming revenue as a whole is still ticking up. Um, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. They posted a tweet from Benji Sales. Um, big overall revenues for Microsoft gaming, but flip side, but on flip side, hardware continues to be a struggle for Xbox series. Hardware forecast next quarter is declining year over year and revenue for- forecast points to low, s- low units. Microsoft gaming growth in other areas, but hardware performance is contracting. So Microsoft gaming is growing in other areas, but hardware performance is contracting.
2: What's your what's your it would be interesting if they went like the Sega route and just stopped making consoles. Maybe they made just controllers uh, or something to connect to your phone, tablet, computer, whatever. But Sega got out of the hardware market and they are healthier for it. Um, And Microsoft is thinking about, you know, getting Game Pass everywhere possible. I'm wondering if this would be better for them. Um, maybe this is why they didn't care about Call of Duty being on uh, PlayStation. You know, the PlayStation for ten years. You know, it's interesting. We'll yeah. we'll see where they go in the coming years. But uh, hmm, I, I wonder. I, I yeah, doubt, I, I, doubt I, the, I the market. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm 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 there. Like I I look at this and I think. <clears throat> PlayStation or not PlayStation, Xbox. You can't have both sides. You can't be on both sides of the fence. Like Game Pass, for Game Pass to work, it has to be essentially everywhere because it staying it staying exclusively on Xbox is yeah. not going to bring in enough money to keep Xbox afloat. But you can't necessarily go along the same path of. We are Xbox, we make this Xbox console, we have exclusive games because that will
2: hurt Game Pass in the long run. As Phil so Spencer said, Starfield could be a 10 out of 10, it could mm-hmm. be a 15 out of 10 or whatever he said specifically. <laughs> it's not gonna cause people to buy an Xbox. So exactly. Maybe they're looking to spread their wings everywhere possible and ditch the actual hardware.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, and and there is
0: the, I mean, the ultimate, like, it's one of those things where it's just like, this, this sort of feels like a very slow wind down to the Xbox versus PlayStation conversation. It just definitely feels like Xbox, like, all right, we tried the whole console thing. It had varying success. Mm -hmm. And now we have this Game Pass thing. And the Game Pass thing works, but we can't do we can't participate in the the console wars and then also have Game Pass because they're it's like a snake eating its own tail in a way. So it's like, all right, well we, we gotta do something. So it seems like they're just moving in the Game Pass direction and just kind of pulling back on the console direction,
2: which I'd say they forced themselves into this corner with the uh, disastrous reveal of the Xbox One.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like this has been this has been Xbox sort of
0: figuring out what to do for a mm. long time now. Like PlayStation has always stuck to its guns of we make games, we're going to make games. They're going to be single player games because we know our community loves single player games and That has also had varying success. Like, they're not completely squeaky clean right now. They're having their own issues, but we know what the future of PlayStation is going to be. As much as people want to say, like, oh, this might be the last generation of consoles, it's not going to be the last generation of consoles. Like, we're going to keep having consoles for a very long time because consoles is a better way of playing games than playing it on computers. Like, that's just what it is because a console is.
2: it's just more accessible to the casual market exactly and exactly as as you and i I want to say it was you and jordan used to argue years ago the network infrastructure isn't there for the mass majority everybody doesn't have gig internet people have network you know bandwidth caps and all that stuff i've been saying that for years so yeah exactly exactly like
0: that That's just that, that's what it is. Like, that's where we're at right now. So there will always be consoles in the market. It's, it's in some way, especially now that we have like the handheld versions of, you know, the handheld handhelds that are as, as almost as powerful as consoles. just like, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a move that can happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, and then the last little bit of news and we can just quickly talk about what we've been playing. All right. Last little bit fired. of news. Es- essentially like <laughs> it sucks to say but like it's the 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 games industry is contracting mm-hmm. from the giant expansion it had during COVID like that's where we are right now so like we're gonna keep seeing this I think last week or the week before we talked about how the industry the, the amount of people that got laid off now is like
2: <clears throat> Half of what all the people that were laid off last year or something like that. I I feel like we've done a this X people got laid off at X Company every week now. Yeah. For a yeah. while. Yeah. It's
0: rough. It's rough, but like this is just kind of what's happening in the industry right now. So I'm just gonna read this off. We're not gonna really have to get we want not get in it into it too much. But um the developers of the TMT and the TMNT Game last Ronin, they laid off about half of their studio. This comes to us by way of Soft Tonic. Um, Embracer lays off 97 uh, Eidos employees and cancels their new Days X game. This comes to us
2: by way of The Verge. We already knew uh, that was coming when Embracer bought big companies like Embracer buying up stuff. They need return yeah. on investments immediately. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like Embracer is just a little trash. Uh Sega of America is reporting laying off more than 10% of staff. This comes us by way of VGC. So that 10% is about 61 employees and this is supposed to happen by March 8th. I just quickly want to stop on this one because this one was an interesting um story in that news broke because of a uh a union thing where Mm-hmm. sega has to announce when they're going to uh lay off people uh-huh. so it was like a twitter alarm or something like that so like that popped and people were just like wait <laughs> what <laughs> so that was that became the news of like when it's going to happen and the fact that this is march 8th kind of feels like yeah, that's end it's at the end of the fiscal fiscal year or whatever so that might be like other like financial or, financial or fiscal order Whatever fiscal court, that's what it is, yeah, fiscal court, yeah, yeah, so yeah, um GameStop is laying off a portion of staff. It hasn't been um it's unclear how many it's going to be let go, and then to end this <sighs> inside Ubisoft, from low morale to internal tensions, we don't really need to get into it because we already know essentially, Ubisoft doesn't know what it's doing. I called this out a while ago in terms of like what Ubisoft what happened to get Ubisoft (laughs) so it sucks um yeah it's in it's on Insider Gaming go check it out it's by Tom Henderson if you want to read more about it but essentially people at Ubisoft are they just don't they're not happy with their work I mean it's just and stuff and not working um It's been an Assassin's Creed farm for the longest time at this point now. They have Skull and Bones that is going to drop. Everyone knows that it's going to be just a trash fire of a game. Um, We have another article attached to that. Skull and Bones reportedly cost $200 million to develop, and they're not going to make any of that back.
2: And we all know they're not
1: going to make any of that back. So, I
2: I had to put this
1: into perspective. Like, is that a lot? Is that, like, so when I played it, the amount of
2: studios that flashed across the screen that helped work on this game was mm-hmm. mind-boggling. Um, but here it is for perspective: Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should really count this, but they're about at about five hundred and one million. Okay. To develop, whatever Cyberpunk yeah. was about four hundred and forty-one. Okay. Uh, million. Call oh wow the Call of Duty Modern Warfare two back in 09 cost two hundred million to develop. Okay. Marvel Spider Man the one that just came out too cost about three fifteen. Uh. Last of Us two hundred and twenty million. That's bonkers. Horizon Forbidden. Last Last of Us one, part two. Oh, part two was how much? Two hundred and twenty million. Wow. Horizon Forbidden West, 212. Miles Morales, uh, 156 Destiny. Let me see. Yeah, It's not going to be anywhere near those caliber of games. Not even close.
0: Not even remotely close. The fact that Horizon... Is it Horizon Zero Dawn or Forbidden West? Forbidden West Part 2. Was 212? Mm-hmm. That is... Wha- like, that game, the graphics in that game is still amazing amazing and like comparing that to freaking skull and bones is just mm-hmm. like ps5 versus ps3
2: that is crazy now, skull and bones does look very good in some portions so let me stop you there uh, okay. The, okay the thing is you're not seeing as you and Avery had this argument many times you're not mm-hmm. seeing your character as much as you're yeah. seeing them in horizon you're the boat you're a little yachty. <laughs> You're the boat. <laughs> You're in the boat majority of the time, unless you hop off and then do your little trading or whatever. But
0: yeah. I guess if the sales are really nice and pretty, nope. then that could, nope. that could nope.
1: work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nope. Sales for who? <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> I ain't it. Yeah. No, no. I'm at the actual sales in the boat. If, the, if oh, those <laughs> are nice and pretty, that's like, all right, I can see where the, the visual fidelity is going in. But um, yeah, that's rough. All right, uh that's it. Let's let's jump into the games we've been playing real quick and then we'll, we'll um we'll end this thing. So Sean, mm-hmm. you still playing uh Like a Dragon 8? How's that going? So
2: as we got on to record today I was delivering lemonade for this young lad who was trying to earn money to help his family and you know whatever in the game. This game is amazing. As <laughs> I'm not even very far in the game, but it's just like this game has everything that you could want in it. Um that's crazy. My only gripe, and this isn't a, like, a dragon gripe. This is more so any RPG turn-based game. I hate how long it takes to get in and out of battles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish it could go, to like, back to
2: Yakuza Kuami 1 and 2, where, like, it was on site. If they were aggroed, you could start swinging. But, yeah. uh,
0: it's funny. You have that I, like start cutscene where everything like changes like a fantasy thing.
2: Yeah. Um, it's funny. I wandered into a high level. It wasn't even high level. I'm just level 10. And the, the dude who was about to wash me before I ran away was like level 17. He literally slapped off a chunk of my health. I'm like, oh, dude, I a smoke <laughs> bomb and ran away. Um, Not today. <laughs> I, I, I will be focusing more on the game in the coming days just because. One, I caught up to the English dub of One Piece. I'm on like episode 1049, 1049. This man did it. I've watched Crazy. 1049 episodes in English. I don't want to switch to the Japanese at this point, so I'll wait. Crazy. And you know what? Uh-huh. I'm tired of people saying Black Man can't can't
0: commit. Sean over here <laughs> to watch a thousand episodes of One Piece in one go. He did it. And he played the Yakuza franchise. Come on now.
1: Yeah
2: um shiny example right here so <laughs> i I'm, I'm waiting for that to come out uh so i'll be playing more like a dragon i started mashal muscles and might the other day it's kind of mm-hmm. funny um I'll, I'll start a other a couple the anime that i just been on the back burner. you know jujitsu kaisen solo leveling Finland so- all, all them good things um mm-hmm. but past that it's gonna be like a dragon foam stars i need to get back in Oh yeah. oh yeah, but oh, um, I can see why like a dragon has been getting the nines and tens all over the place. It it touches on, huh? I saw I saw a recap the other day where it said the Yakuza series backstory, accidental
1: backstory, touches on gentrification. And I can see, I can see kind of where it goes some. I'm not going to say similar.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> but they 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 shine a light on societal woes in each game kind of by accident. This one is about uh America dumping all its problems on Hawaii and the homeless problem in Hawaii and things like that.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
2: Amongst whatever else, I'm only like I'd say I'm like 3 or 4 hours in the game, but realistically I should be, you know, further along. I um yeah. I did the Delivery bike mission, you know, or or that's a way to get money where you're like a courier, but you're yeah. doing like extreme tricks on the bicycle, and you know this is kind of like a crazy taxi slash Dave Mira slash whatever you know Uber Eats delivery mini game that they have in there. I haven't gotten to the uh, Animal Crossing or Pokemon Sujimon portion yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: But there's a lot to love in this game.
1: Okay.
0: That's good to hear though. Like I, I will be getting into that next week. Like I am I I guess jumping to my thing. I yeah. am pretty much, I think, near the end of Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. So once I finish that, I will need another RPG, another story-based game thing to to fill that little chunk that's gonna be left in my hole. Left mm-hmm. in my heart. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, like like a like a dragon is gonna be the next game. Um, I've been bouncing between a couple games, uh, but mainly Tekken 8. Tekken 8. I'm gonna go ahead and say is the best fighting game on the market. Um, this this thing is amazing. The, better than Street Fighter. Better than Street Fighter.
2: Better wow. than Street Fighter.
0: Yeah, like I think Street Fighter is cool. I think Street Fighter is a great game. It has better netcode. It has better net code than, net, than Tekken. Like it's uh rollback net code or whatever is works better than Tekken's than rollback. But I think the features and stuff that you can do in the Tekken game offline is so great. Like they give you, like it's a fighting game, but they give you so many things to do around the fighting game. Like the customization, I think, is really, really cool. I want more of it. Like I think I think I just have to play one of the modes that I haven't played yet to like just start unlocking stuff. Um, there is an arcade quest that a lot of people are talking about in terms of you essentially you have this little avatar character and you play in different arcades and it teaches you how to play Tekken, which is good at this point because there's a lot of New features for the people who are just coming back to the franchise, and for people who are completely new to the franchise, there's just there's a lot of stuff to learn about Tekken because Tekken's a, a
2: deep fighting game. Um, yeah, I was about yeah. to say you said uh they have customization. I think Chris and our Discord posted a Ray Charles. In Tekken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a like I just saw a, a
0: thumbnail for like someone made Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and I'm just like I didn't even I didn't even know you could do that. Like you can do like a Ryu, you can do Ken. I've seen a, it's a bunch of like different customization things happening with the characters. Um, but the, the coolest thing, the coolest thing of Tekken is their ghost battle mode. And the ghost battle mode is essentially you're fighting an actual AI. And as you're fighting the AI, like I did it with the same character. So as I was fighting the AI with my character, the AI was learning how to use the character. Mm -hmm. Or the AI was learning how I use the character and was copying that. So I played like maybe like five or six games with the AI. And the first game, I completely watched the AI. By the time I hit the fourth game, it was blocking my moves, doing my combos, and like starting to um, essentially tweak itself to how I play. And then... I responded by doing, like, more grabs to, like, kind of break its combos. And then by, like, the... By, like, the sixth game, it was doing combos. It was grabbing. It was breaking grabs. It was, Were like,
2: they consensual grabs?
0: <laughs> no, there's no consensual grabbing in Tekken. It's all, like... Wow. Yeah, it's, it. you know, it it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, like, by the sixth game,
1: I was just, like, this is... Like, like you know, we play games a lot, right? And I feel like
0: there's very rare moments where we have, like, this is mind-blowing. And, like, I had a, this is mind-blowing moment with this because it was so, like, it actually worked. Like, the thing that they said it was going to do, it actually did. And it was just like, oh, this is, this is crazy. Because I used to spend tons and tons of hours just playing Tekken on Ultra Hard and just, just playing the computer to, like,
2: train up or whatever. And it was always I, a thing of, like... good. I wonder how long before they implement actual AI into fighting games and actual, you know, games, because what you're saying sounds interesting.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing with this. You can go online and download other people ghosts. So, you can essentially play like me, who is a one of the like one of the like all-time best um Tekken players. You can download his ghost and play against him. Like you could play uh, like like I think I, I need to check to see what's there but like I'm imagining like like little majin like the Tekken greats like you can download their ghosts and play that. it. It is it is such a cool feature that like I can't wait until I don't know some months in the future where it's like everything is kind of like like integrated and it's just like okay well you have these goals that you can play with like there's there's a bunch of stuff you can do in this game and again like i haven't jumped into the online mode yet because just like
2: there's just so much stuff for me to do offline it's just it's Will so- the uh alabama police department be there to assist in this integration <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> not in black history but <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That that's it. That's the uh. We've nailed it. This is the end of the podcast, guys. We did it. We uh. It, it took us some time, but we got here at the end. Um. So yeah, you know, we hope you in, enjoyed this cast of us talking about the state of play, talking about the games we've been playing, talking about the potential future PlayStation Vita two or Portal two. We don't know. We'll see, and, and all the other stuff we talked about.
2: We're at the end of this podcast, um, but we hope you're listening at the front of the bus this month. No. exactly. Exactly. We'll do that. <laughs> <are you> doing?
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, y'all. So, um, yeah, you know, take care. Be safe. Do their thing. Play some games. And just be good people. You know what I mean? Just be play good people. Play some games with your Black Power Fist in the air. There you go. Do it. Do it. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. And then, if you are watching or if you're listening, uh, leave us a review
1: anywhere, just anywhere, really, just anywhere. All right, guys. Take care.